We are constantly triggered in our day-to-day lives, but knowing exactly why can be so incredibly tough to pinpoint. Welcome to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered Season 2, where we will explore all things triggers and how to mindfully navigate our own healing journey. I'm Natalie Collar. And I'm Candice Fraser. Let's do this, Candice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered. Candice and I are here today to chat about your triggers causing you to feel sad in our series Beneath Triggers. Mm. How are you doing, Candice? I'm good, thank you, Nat. So this topic, sad, is one that I really struggled with for many, 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 mm. many, many Me too, my friend, me too. Everything made me feel sad. I I still feel like it's my default emotion. Oh, and that's so not uncommon you know for empathetic people Mm, so true yeah Mm. sadness is one of those things that we all feel it from time to time don't we and Mm. and all sorts of things can really trigger us to feel sad you know if you're having trouble at home um having trouble at school or work uh or you know if you're feeling pressure like under the pump Uh, then it can just be little things like changes, big changes, little changes like moving house or uh, losing a loved one. It can also be things like experiencing chemical changes in the body, you know, like I know with me becoming a mum and all the different hormones that were running through my body yep. <laughs> really, yeah, really played on on those emotions. Um, and then experiencing changes in the in your thoughts. So, you know, when we become self-critical, when those, you know, negative self-talk patterns sort of come over, um, the media, basically, you know, I think a lot of people experience that during COVID. Yeah. 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 I think that's spot on. Mm, Unfortunately, right. Mm. And sadness often occurs uh, at the same time as many other feelings, Sometimes it's anger, sometimes it's stress, guilt, grief, anxiety, hopelessness. And sometimes the other feelings may be so strong that you don't realize that you're sad. Mm. Or on the flip side of that, the sadness actually masks those other feelings. Mm. So sadness is one that often needs to be investigated gently to, to get to the root cause. I love that because it's true. Sadness is a lot like anger. Mm. It's kind of like a default mm. response, but mm. there's a lot more when you start digging. And, you know, look, we're all familiar with sadness, aren't we? Mm. Um, it can change how you feel physically. You might have a stomach ache or a headache or you can't get to sleep. Um, or you might feel like, you know, you put a bit of, like you've got a weight on your chest or across your shoulders. You kind of feel burdened. And sadness may also change how you feel emotionally. Um, You know, perhaps you start to get a bit teary or grumpy or bored or frustrated, or you just want to stay away from people and avoid situations. Mm. And it's a really tricky one. It is. And you know what? It's okay to be sad sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It's just important not to get stuck there. I think Mm -hmm. that's that's the important definition. Um, Mm. And also realizing that feeling sad doesn't mean that you have depression. Mm. 
But yeah. if your mood starts to kind of interrupt your life and how you function, then mm. you can move from sadness into depression. Mm. So I just wanted to quickly, if it's okay, touch on the difference between sadness and depression. Mm, go for it. So sadness is part of life's normal ups and downs, but it's not consistent. Um, it's a really common reaction to, you know, anything that's upsetting, a setback. Um, it can be interrupted. So sadness is interrupted by times of laughter or um, contentment. And sadness is an emotion that can involve negative thoughts, but they're not negative to the point of depression like suicide mm. or, or harmful mm. thinking mm. depression on the other hand is a longer term feeling so more than two weeks of kind of a severe sadness or kind of loss of interest in um, fun activities in life um, mm. also other symptoms might be um, sleeplessness low energy having trouble concentrating pessimism loss of hope, that negative or harmful thinking, um, appetite issues. Mm. Uh, depression, you know, it, it can have complicated causes. So it might involve genetic, um, biological components. It may be that someone's experienced trauma or psychological distress. Um, depression can lead to significant weight changes or sleep problems. And it's really, depression's painful and it really mm. is life-altering. So that's kind of the difference there just for clarity. Thanks for that, Candice. And it's so important to recognise the difference. Um, you know, in, a, in an age where social media has now become flooded with information and misinformation mm. um, and everybody's uh, a, a psychotherapist or a psychologist, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's it's a little bit. We're so quick to label things now. Um, what we want, yeah, yeah. And then with the label comes the stigma. So mm -hmm. then we kind of carry that burden, guilt, and shame, and all that sort of mm -hmm. thing. So, look, recognizing that your sadness um, is there, and understanding that it's okay to feel sad, it's is a sign of emotional intelligence. Mm, it is. Yeah, and recognising the emotion you are feeling is the first step to healing or moving through the emotion. Mm. You know, then you try to acknowledge your sadness and the situation that prompted it. You give yourself time to deal with the problems to then feel better. Mm. You know, you might want to call on a resource, you know, that could help you. This could be friends, family, therapists um, or other health professionals. And that's kind of a good way to start. Mm. and always know that that support's there. A few extra tips, I think, or things that, you know, we can all keep in the back of our mind might be, you know, to remember this too shall pass. So whatever's going on at the moment, making us feel sad, the situation or the emotion or the whatever we may be in, all feelings are transient. So it will change. Mm. Um, you know, to do things that, that you enjoy and that are healthy for you. You know, it's always good to see people dancing or walking or reading or chatting with a friend. Um, it's wholesome and it that's wholesome. why it's there, right? Um, 
also like you know considering is this something that you can do about the cause of your sadness so always questioning you know these emotions that come up and the thoughts that that might arise with them and if there is something you can do kind of planning to tackle it one step at a time you know think about all the other things that we always mention right Candace um, <laughs> are you sleeping enough um are you eating good nutritious food you know are you eating patterns healthy healthy for you sorry or helping you um you know that there's sort of the basics but trust me they make such a big difference and there's also something that Candace and I both recommend in our practices which is journaling um journaling is a great way to just let the emotions out on a page it's super cathartic no one ever has to read it it can be free writing which means it doesn't have to be legible it just helps you process the emotion and get them out of your head yeah so you actually put it down on paper um now don't use your phone (laughs) on your notes actually physically write it there's been a lot of research done into that about the brain dump and it does work so you know look these are all sort of things we can remember at those times of sadness you know on top of seeking help so if you feel like the sadness is lingering for just a little bit too long get some help some professional help go to a doctor um, see a therapist any healthcare professional you may need the support Um, You know, you may need advice or you may need a referral and that's okay. Asking for support at those times where we feel cloaked in sadness, it kind of gives us a little bit of hope and, uh, you know, just kind of gives a little bit of relief. Mm. So, And also just lastly, just remember, if you are prescribed medication um, and it makes you feel down, let your doctor know. Yeah. You know, like I think, people kind of there's a lot of stigma out taking medication when you're feeling sad or if you do have depression and require medication that people don't actually report back to their doctor how it's making them feel but please do you know talk to the doctor yeah um there's always exactly and also that goes for taking any non-prescribed medications or complementary alternate medicines yeah Mm. Mm. they're really great tips Nat. really really great tips And I think maybe the key takeaway is that we want everyone to know that sadness is okay. We're going to feel it. It's part of the human experience, but Mm. we don't want to get stuck there Yeah, because that's where it can lead to poor mental health. And we all know because from time to time we all do, Mm. um, when we're struggling with our mental health, everything just becomes more difficult. Mm. So this week I might actually pop in our socials as well a link to Nat and my individual therapy pages and services just in case you do need any extra support through your sadness or anything else. We're always here um, with our therapy sessions available to our listeners. Wonderful. Thanks, Candice. Um, well, I think that's about it for this episode. Um, thanks for joining us, everyone. And we'll be back soon uh, with another episode of Stop. I've just been triggered where we'll go beneath the trigger and explore the little bit of pain and the emotions that come up. It's bye for us.